As always, I am Steve Wilson. And I'm Steph Doyle, and we're from Sync Creative. Steph, we've got a jam-packed episode for you today. We've got an interview with two great ladies. So what say we go ahead and get started? Oh, yeah, I love these two. I've known them forever, it seems like. And I just remember, gosh, it seemed like yesterday we are down in Atlanta, uh, meeting them at the HAL conference the in Howl 2008. Conference. That's right. Yep. Well, they're doing some great things, and uh, I look forward to hearing from them. All right, I look forward to it too. Let's get on with it. Seven and a half minute interview. All right, we are back and we have our first double interview today. We have two ladies that uh, I've been friends with for a while now. Like y'all to welcome Karma and RJ. How are y'all today? Doing well. Happy to be here. So tell us a little bit about yourselves. Uh, okay, so Karma and I are both from the Atlanta area. We've been friends for like nine or ten years now, and uh, we met through a online uh, graphic design forum, and then met in person a little while after that, and just kicked off a really good friendship. We're both nerds at heart, uh, right. which is great because it's hard to sometimes find someone um, that's uh, of color. We're both black ladies, and uh, not all not all uh, women of color are into geek stuff. So it's cool to find a like-minded person. Um, I'm a graphic designer. I do that kind of part time. My husband actually owns a towing company that I work for. Um, that is my other part time job. And then together we do videos, which is so much fun. We recently started. Gosh, I guess late last year after attending San Diego Comic-Con. So that is our fun project that we do together. And then on the side, I do my own videos that focus more on makeup and um, beauty. All right, RJ. And then I'm Karma of our Unbox Versus Videos. And the way that I started after doing the unboxing videos with – well, actually, a little bit before, I was – approached by one of my fellow um, online forum members that we both met on, you know, all three of us actually, um, Jeff Andrews. And Jeff actually noticed from me posting a lot from going to different comic conventions um, nationally and just asked me if I wanted to join in as a contributor to his new website that he was doing, which is an entertainment news website, Second Union. And we, I'm not really a writer, but I can talk a lot about pop culture and just anything, especially nostalgic memorabilia stuff of toys of my childhood. I can talk about that forever. So that's forever, (laughs) forever, which I will be doing forever. So you'll always see me in a, you know, Spider-Gwen t-shirt until I'm probably (laughs) 65. And so, yeah, so, so. Joining with Jeff and Second Union, um, I got to be like the Comic-Con person, uh, you know, writing about that, which then got me interested in doing fan art. And that's another introduction to, you know, the fandom of pop culture. I love doing art of stuff that I like, 
So um, I got a lot of recognition from that at comedy conventions and being published, which got me into attending as a professional and not oh. just uh, a attendee, specifically sure. for San Diego Comic Con. So, um, uh, so seeing it through uh, professionalized because I've always loved, you know, children's books and children's illustration and uh, movie posters, which is what, which was like one of my side passion projects was producing movie posters as fan art. I did a, a couple of those um, earlier in my graphic design days, uh, but that's where we are now. So, and I'm glad to have Second Union as an outlet to do that, to be able to, you know, chat about stuff that I like. And I know that there's other people out there that like to do that. So I love to talk about that kind of stuff. So that is what Second Union has given me the opportunity to do. So I'm having fun with that. Great. And the unboxing videos, you know, that's a new, you know, that's a new thing now. And, and with me and RJ, we've noticed that, you know, there's not a lot of, especially a, a lot of women of color that do unboxing videos or even just love to talk about any any type of, you know, collectible. Very true. Or even wearable stuff, you know. So that's in there are they are out there. We are we are normally called unicorns, like you would see, you know, a woman of color in a comic book store. Uh -huh. I've always been that person anyway, even with my group of friends. Um, growing up, I've always been, you know, everybody's best friend, you know, because I, I just like all kinds of stuff. TV shows, seventies, and I always, you know, Evil Knievel from boy stuff to girl stuff to you know separating that sexism with separating of toys and apparel and all that which is still totally uncool, but, you know. Oh, my phone rang. Hey, right in the middle of the interview. Great. Dude, welcome to 15 Minutes. That's uh, right. Hello. Welcome to live podcasting. That's our first call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello, You're hello caller. <laughs> You're on the podcast. Okay, great. So, I mean, talk about these, talk a little bit more about why you chose to do video and, you know, how do you like doing video? Are there any kind of, pitfalls or anything anything y'all ran into and and you know how's the working with youtube and things like that and how's that kind of stuff work um so i think the videos kind of started with me i had just kind of launched my youtube channel that like i said was makeup and beauty focused and i think karma and i were just kind of talking about things to do we just wanted something else you know another project i don't i'm not a writer so second union is not it's, that's not something i could contribute to write with but i wanted to be involved and so that's when we were talking about how we face like personality subscription boxes and then yes i'm that person that loves to be in front of the camera i love to talk um i'm not shy in the least so we were just <laughs> like hey let's try it out um, and it's been interesting. Our first probably what four videos we just filmed with my iPhone <laughs> and um, uh, we were working on just getting, you know, like lighting and uh, microphones and it's still something that we're working towards. We're definitely not in the setup yet. I think that we 100% love, but it's getting there. Karma, um, we shoot at Karma's home and she recently redid kind of her area um, just to make it a little bit more um, nerd friendly. <laughs> you know, we have like cool artwork in the back and we're still mm -hmm. um, working to add that. We've upgraded to a slightly better camera, slightly better microphone. Um, so that's all a challenge and just having the best 
look that we possibly can. Right. We try to watch other videos and see what people are kind of doing and looks like and, you know, model things out of that. Um, I handle all the editing and that's been something new. I'm kind of learning as I go. <laughs> I just use iMovie, but I'd like to upgrade to something um, a little better, but right, it's but, fun. Yeah, what that, show, <laughs> what that shows though is that you don't need a whole lot of fancy things to get right. started. That it's basically true. what you have available to you is enough to get started with something that could someday you know, earn you a second income. I think that's very true. I don't think you should be discouraged that, oh, I don't have a fancy camera. Because again, I've I've never had anyone say, oh, you know, the quality before was really horrible. No one ever said that. I mean, you can see a difference, but the videos were still good and people were still watching them. So I think, yeah, you can't let that be like something that detours you from going out and trying. Right. Especially when you see other people, other people's videos. And that's one thing that sparked my interest in it because I've never been an on-camera person. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't think that I. Well, genuine, I draw. I pull it out of her. <laughs> but yeah. the second unit is that you know it's that whole thing. Someone's got to do it. Right. So you know, why exactly. not me? I'm I'm adventurous enough to you know to try it. And when you look at other videos, you're like, well, they're doing. It. And then RJ is encouraging. She's like, well, you know, Karma, check out somebody, you know, some other unboxing videos and see what mm-hmm. they're doing. You see all these, you know, people getting all these views and likes and comments. So there is at least we know there's an audience out there. Right. There can be some interaction, sure. which is what we're trying to pull in with Second Union. I'm trying to pull in that interaction, or, you know, getting someone mm-hmm. to come in and talk to us. And and now recently, with RJ's encouragement again, she um, we were when we went when we went to MomoCon Atlanta, which is an anime convention. When we're doing our, she was like, you know, why don't we do an unboxing there? And I was thinking about, it, I'm like, you know what? Why not do an unboxing there? Yeah. And this was our first time actually. Um, attending as press, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Prof- I'm not attending as a professional, or as an attendee. We're actually attending as press media for Second Union, and that's the perfect platform. And yeah. then she was like, well, "Why don't you reach out? Just ask, because mm-hmm. you you can't be afraid to ask somebody for something free. Is, is what you're doing, yeah. and and that's what we did. I you know I pitched the idea to you know to uh animate bento, animate bento. Uh-huh. and sure enough they replied back you know what are you doing what are you going to do with our box when are you gonna you know what is this da, 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 da. so and that's what we did and i think we did a pretty good job and i now i'm in love with it because of the setup of the media relations room steve i mean it made you feel <laughs> like you were like action news Nashville. <laughs> it was pretty cool it was pretty cool Ron to be Burgundy. like oh yeah let's go into yeah, a special Burgundy. room people with us <laughs> just like makeup are you doing the makeup and we had a little audience people were you know watching us while yeah. we were recording that you know that kind of right. builds you up for that that actually feeds your passion That's to make awesome. you want to do it more even even if you're not gaining any type of compensation from it mm-hmm. the compensation is the feeling that you get sure. after it's all done That's well, very it's, true it's, it's enjoyment I, right that's why they're called yeah, passion projects or something that right. you enjoy uh, I've seen the yeah. videos. I love them. I think they're genuine. Uh, I think they they're real, uh, really good opinion. If you're into that kind of thing, and uh, uh, check them out. So how do um, how do people find uh, find your video or your YouTube channels? Sure. So the videos that Karma and I do together, the unbox verses, are always up on both of our channels. Um, for her, it's going to be the Second Union. And what is it? We are Second Union. We are SecondUnion.com. And you can and also search on YouTube, Second Union. 
And then for me, everything that I do is going to be under XOXO Rajel, which is my first name, R-A-J-S-H-E-L. Um, but yeah, you can search that and I'm on everything. I love social media. I'm not even going to lie. So I'm on like Snapchat, Instagram, everything. So if you want to know anything about me, you can just do a quick Google search and it's all going to come up. <laughs> Sounds good. Awesome. So everybody... Go check them out, and uh, yes. maybe you'll maybe you'll see something you like, and you'll get a box too. And make sure you comment that you got the box because of their suggestions, and uh, and and keep watching videos. So, uh, what do y'all say we do a little rapid fire? Let's do it. Yes. Right. Rapid fire. Okay, first question: Marvel or DC? Well, I'm DC. <laughs> My love of Harley Quinn, you know, I gotta, I gotta be DC. RJ, you can't, uh, uh, you can't see on Karma right now, but she's got the Spider Man hat on. So, obviously, I'm, I'm Marvel, even though I'm kind of a little bit of Image Comics yeah. in there. You know, you can't always just be Marvel and DC. <laughs> There's, there's good on both. There's good indie on both. comics, reading indie comics, people. My, my son, my son is a Marvel guy, uh, but he loves the Flash at the same time. So uh, you have to go. You have to go and do both. So yes. Okay. In your unboxing videos, what is the best item you have received? <laughs> I think I know what Karma's is, but for me, gosh, that's ooh, we've got some good stuff. That's really tough. Um. Honestly, I'd probably have to say um, about two boxes ago, I got a really cool Harley Quinn, which I love, um, figurine. And I like it because I have a lot of Funkos, but this isn't Funko. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's probably the best best item that I've received. Karma? Mine was from the BAM box. And I must say, I really do love that box. But it is the Lindsay Wagner, the Bionic Woman, autographed black and white photograph. I knew she was going to say that. Of her in character holding up a, you know. Yeah, it's like a still shot from the show. Right, still shot from the show. You talk about the bionic woman. Oh my god, I'm I'm like, oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) She's got goosebumps. Is Lizzie Wagner going to call in? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yes, that was the call. I just I forgot to take it. Um, you, you guys will enjoy this. Uh, my middle name is Austin, so my middle my name what? is Steve Austin, and people have always said, you know, you're named after the wrestler, and I'm like, no, I'm a I'm a lot older than the wrestler. I'm named after the six million dollar man. Six million dollar yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Were you really? Yeah. Wait, hey. you were actually named after. I'm the named six after the six million dollar man. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm like shaking. <laughs> That's wow. Right. You shouldn't have told me that now. <laughs> so maybe I'll get a black and white photo. Steve the friend meter has gone up to here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Two more cool points for you. All right. Last question. What is the weirdest costume or cosplay that you have seen at a Comic Con? Weird. <laughs> uh, the one, the Ronald McDonald Thor that we saw <laughs> at San Diego Comic-Con. Did you see him last year? I just, I didn't get it. I don't. So that was a mashup? Yeah, it was a mashup, but I, weird. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't get the correlation between the two. It was just, it was creepy. But for creativity. <laughs> no, it was just creepy. <laughs> oh, it was creepy. Okay. Yeah, that is kind of weird. I don't know. I haven't really... The one that keeps coming to mind is that at DragonCon um, weekends at Bernie's, 
You ever seen that movie? You know, The, the Dead? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, where they're two Somebody guys. Somebody was that from. guy. Oh, gosh. <laughs> he's just laying there like, and that's all he did the whole time. He just laid there, and people would go up and take pictures and stuff. <laughs> what if he was really dead? <laughs> that's funny. But they, they, they had those tickets. They didn't want to miss out, so they just drug him around. <laughs> that has to be the most, I mean, it was just yeah, great. That's weird. I don't know, but you said weird, right? Well, you know, weirdest or most interesting, you know. Okay, yeah, so that has to be. Wow, that was many years ago. So nobody's ever really topped that. And then I like the Will Smith. The Will, the the um fr- French, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. From WonderCon. This guy. Yeah, that was reselling. And he's just like, and he's just, and he's just this one expression, you know, the, the one Fresh Prince expression. And mm-hmm. he has on the exact same outfit and he's just standing there it's just simple you know because you're tired of seeing you know all these harlequins i'm sorry yeah <laughs> i mean That's i don't want to <laughs> princess well, leia next, next year oh, is going to be God. all wonder woman so yeah yeah, yeah it's going to be all wonder woman all right well we really appreciate both of y'all being on and like I said, go check out their videos and go check out second check them out. and see the stuff they're, they're, awesome. uh, they're doing there and, uh, and uh, support these, uh, these two ladies that are doing some, some great passion projects. And, uh, uh, we hope to have y'all on again sometime soon. Y'all can, y'all, yes. uh, y'all do a lot of cool stuff and we want to hear from you again. Yay, thank you. Thank you, Steve Austin. You're welcome. That's right. The six majors. <laughs> All right. Thanks again. All right. Look. Bye. 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 Seven and a half minute interview. All right. I really enjoyed that interview, Steph. What do you think? Yeah, I love those ladies. Uh, you know, they, they've always just been on the top of my list as far as all the Howies or concerns. You know, Karma and RJ, can't go wrong with those two. That's right. They're, and they're doing some neat stuff with pop culture and comics. Uh, and because of that, we have a comic-themed Steph's List for you today. Steph's That's right. It's not really an area of my expertise. I mean, I, I really love the art and the comics. I just, you know, never really associated the work with the artists. And being an artist myself, you'd think I'd, I'd know better than that, right? Well, we're going to learn something today. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, so let's get on with it. Uh, this is the 10 greatest comic book artists of all time. And at the beginning of the list, they got John Romita Jr., and it looks like he developed a character uh, associated with Spider-Man. And uh, what was it, Steve? Uh, Juggernaut. Here. Yeah. Juggernaut. That's Juggernaut. right. Juggernaut. The, boy, he was a bad guy, too, wasn't he? That's right. Hobgoblin. Yeah, he did Hobgoblin with Spider-Man, too. And then Hobgoblin. It looks like it recently, he worked on uh, a movie that I really uh, did some artwork for a movie that I enjoy uh, called Kick-Ass. Oh, yeah. And you can't go wrong with a title like Kick-Ass. That's right. Hey, it really kicks ass. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, second on the list is Brian Boland. And it looked like, I hope I pronounced that right. It looks like he's the guy that uh, developed the Joker, right? Yeah, he worked on the Joker. He started, it uh, looks like he started with a character called Power Man uh, that I've heard of as well. Uh, and some doing uh, some Judge Dredd work as well. But, you know, of course, everybody's going to know the Joker. Right, absolutely. And, you know, the Joker went through all these different variations. You know, he started out as kind of this clown-looking kind of guy, and then he, mm-hmm. he kind of evolved into this psychotic, evil-looking dude. So, 
you know, I like I like the direction it's going. Right, and I think that's what's that's what's unique about a lot of these different artists uh, that you know you may have multiple artists that work on the same character and their interpretations of that character just like you see in the movies it's the same way in the comics their interpretations of that character can be wildly different and it's really interesting right absolutely and next one up is will eisner and it looks like will eisner is kind of the uh father of the graphic novel mm-hmm. and uh what 1935 is when he started out wow that's that's pretty cool. You know, when I think of graphic novels, I think that was something that just came into play maybe in the late 60s, early 70s, right. you know? That's even farther back than that, yeah. And it looks like uh, his work, uh, To the Heart of the Storm, was an autobiographic account of American life in the 30s and the 40s. So, hmm. And uh, the panel they're showing is pretty interesting, and it looks like it was something that's relevant even today. Sure. So it's amazing how these things that were done shoot almost a hundred years ago right yeah still look very fresh hmm. all right next on the list is list is uh jim steranko and with the name steranko comes the incredible hulk that's right yeah and uh let's see what else does it say about he also did some jim. captain america uh some captain america drawings i believe a couple of right. issues of that so it looks like his Hulk work is, is pretty iconic, and that's what got him on the list. Right, okay. Next one is Asuma Tezuka, and you know I really love this guy, and being a kid in the 60s, I love the Japanese comics and the mm-hmm. cartoons, the anime, uh, early anime, you know, right. and this one was, uh, what is it, Rocket Boy? Astro Boy. Astro Boy. Yeah, my son loved that movie back when Astro he was younger. Astro Boy. Loved Astro Boy. You know, my favorite cartoon back in the 60s of Japanese was called Gigantor. Do you remember Gigantor? Loved that cartoon. I wasn't alive in the 60s. <laughs> yeah, but they probably, you know, had reruns. I'm just giving you a hard Smart time. Smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> All on. right, next up on the list is Steve Ditko. And, uh, man, did this guy do some wild stuff. Uh, he started out in 1953 doing sci-fi comics and uh, bright colors, crazy-looking stuff. Yeah. Looks he, almost like something out of a psychedelic movie or something like that. Yeah, he looked, He worked with a, a little-known man in the comic book industry called Stan Lee. Stan Lee, that's yeah. right. Good old Stan. He was the creator of Doctor Strange, which is, you know has been a – a big movie recently uh, and did some things like Iron Man and, and Hulk and Spider-Man as well. So he's, he's really well known. Even I remember him, man, I'm telling you what, I'm glad I got you with me, Steve. Cause I, I know the comics. I just don't know the names. Sure. Well, when you have a 10 year old that loves superheroes, you kind of, you kind of know a little bit more about it. All right. Next up is Frank Miller. And you know, the picture of me, he actually looks like Frank Zappa. <laughs> he does. And it looks like uh, his claim to fame is he uh, started out with a comic book on the uh, doing The Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. And then it looks like he worked in uh, doing some stuff with Spider-Man and then eventually gave Batman a dark twist. All right, a little more darker version of Batman. Yeah, yeah. yeah the darker... And, you know, it's weird that the panel they're showing shows Batman riding on a black horse. Yeah. You know, it's kind of weird. Not, 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 your, not your parents' Adam West Batman. Yeah, it's right. your, your Dark Knight. 
Right, big time. All right, next up is Dave Gibbons. And Dave Gibbons, looks like uh, he did uh, Tornado and 2000 AD. And uh, eventually got into doing graphic novels for the New York Times and The Watchmen. Yeah, The Watchmen. Very, yeah. very odd comic. Yeah. Right. Kind of uh, dark, black ops, kind of CIA mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Sure. It looks like he said it did, he did a little work on Doctor Who comics as well. Right. And next up is Steve Dillon. Not related to Matt Dillon. That's right. But uh, Steve Dillon's artwork is for The Preacher. And I'll tell you that I'm looking at the panel and it's just incredible. The artwork for this thing is you just it pulls you right into the to the kind of the gothic uh, evilness of this this environment. Right, and many people may also watch Preacher uh, is a uh, a pretty big show on uh, I believe AMC right now. So yeah, pretty cool, man. Next up is Jack Kirby. Now I'm familiar with this name. And uh, it looks like Jack Kirby is big time of Captain America. Yeah, absolutely. Big time Captain America. And I remember, even as a kid in the 60s, uh, coming across some comic books at my grandmother's house where Captain America was going up against Hitler and, yeah. and the Nazis. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh, my, my grandmother actually had those comic books in her house, probably from one of my uncles. Sure. And I remember going through those as a kid. I wish I had them now. I bet you're worth a fortune. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Captain America is the quintessential American hero. Absolutely. Much more than Superman, I would would say. Um, Jack Kirby also worked along with Stan Lee. He created um, uh, Fantastic Four, and I believe he was actually the creator of the Hulk. So he, he did some Avengers work and some work with Thor and stuff like that. So he's one of the more popular... Uh, and well-known Marvel uh, artists. Well, definitely loved his work when I was a kid. I, in fact, I, I think I even had a Captain America costume when I was like eight or nine years old. You know, with the the plastic the shield. Plastic, and, yeah, yeah, the, plastic the mask. face mask that you had yeah. the eye holes poked out. Yeah, yeah. With the little rubber band that held it on the back of your head that always sl- broke. Yeah, the little slit for the mouth, cause, and you couldn't breathe. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those those are the days, man. That's right. Well, you know, I love the comics. And like I said, I'm re- not really familiar with the men behind the ink. Uh, I was more into, you know, Toulouse-Lautrec and those kind of artists, you know, when I was coming up. That was the kind of stuff I was really into. So right. They didn't do comic books. I know, but, you know, <laughs> just, I guess, different strokes for different folks. I was just a little more old school. I guess I had an old soul. Yeah. Well, like I said, I think it's great to, to kind of see the people behind these comics and, and how different artists have different adaptations for each of these characters and how they've evolved over the years. So I think it's a, I think it's a neat list. Well, you know, one of the things that really blows me away, too, is a lot of these guys started out in the 30s and the 40s. Mm-hmm. And their work, even today, looks fresh. Right. You know, it doesn't look like, you know, it's not t- timely you know, it's it's it, it's got a, a fresh look, no matter what time of the 
the decade or the century you look at it, it still looks fresh. It still mm -hmm. looks great. And I think that's what, probably what makes them so brilliant is the fact that they were such uh, good artists and they were able to capture action and, and everything else right. that these things still look just as fresh today as they did back in the 30s and the 40s. Right. So, uh, so where can they find this list? They can find this list on the creative blog, and it's under their comic section, and it's called Comic Book Artists, the Top Ten. All right. I think that's a pretty good list. I think it, uh, it's real timely with uh, talking with RJ and Karma and some of the neat things they've been doing with, with comic books and going to those crazy comic con conventions and all that. So uh, I think that was a good list. I enjoyed it. Yeah, and you know that once again falls in line with them passion projects you know they're right. very passionate about this genre and and they're out there just do, doing what their where their heart takes them you know right down that path and that's right i think that's pretty awesome that's right and and, and that's kind of the theme we've been going the last couple of episodes is if you're if you're in a place in your current job where you're not happy um Get a little side hustle going. Take the time to work on something that you have a passion for uh, and find what that is that makes you happy. And someday you may be able to turn that into a business or, or a full-time thing yourself. But uh, get that little passion project and that side hustle going and you'll never know where it leads. Absolutely. All right. Well, I believe we are probably a little bit over 15 minutes as usual. <laughs> well, you know, like I always say at the end, it's always good to have goals. It's good to have goals. And again, I think we're getting better. And next episode, we're going to try even better. So that's it for us. We will see y'all next time. Uh, be good out there, folks. Hey, thanks for listening to the 15 Minutes Podcast. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or follow us on SoundCloud.